So, where should we start? Nick Diaz, John Jones, VMAs, although that might be old news, but still, I mean, Conor McGregor is always attention-seeking wherever he can. Um, uh, you know, yeah, UFC 266, the fight card, which was stacked, especially the main card. It was, it was crazy. But, yeah, uh, the whole way up. From top to bottom, even the, the prelims were, were absolutely crazy. Everything was good. Forgive me, forgive me, forgive me. I didn't, and please don't bash me for this. Anyone who's watching this or listening to this, I didn't pay too much attention to all of the prelims. Um, uh, it was made the main card. Though someone said somewhere there was a particular fire coming, which one it was. I think you said, and some other people echoed it as well. There was a 15 second knockout by someone, yes. Um, the oh, I can't remember his name now, uh, the Jedi, you think he calls himself. Um, I actually, I actually did miss that though. I, because uh, I think that I believe that was the first first fight on on the card. Um, yeah, fifteen seconds came in, boom, gone, clean knockout. Good. I've seen, I've seen the videos of it. Um, it was good. It was, it was, it was actually quite a stack card from top to bottom. Like in watching, I watched it live, and it's hard to watch it live here. Like it's like. I was up to the seven because I was like, the, yeah, I get it. You know, the because the re- yeah, over the here it's going to be late. But yeah, over there it's about one, I think it was, because I, I tuned into one of the guys I watched on YouTube and uh, he was doing post reaction. And I think he said it was like 20 past one, but it was like fucking 20 past six here or something like that. And then I kind of, I was just listening to him as I, as I tried to get asleep after. The excitement of that uh, that main event. Try to get the heart go back down and settle after what I'd just seen. Um, so I did for watching them. Um, so I tried to start watching as early as possible to keep the interest. Because if you're waiting until 3 a.m. for the main card, sometimes I just end up falling asleep. So I tried to wa- I tried to watch as much as I could. I didn't get to see all of them now. I I got to see. A good lot, a good bit of them because I wanted to watch, especially Dan Hooker and Marab on the on the on the prelims and Roxy, Roxy Metaferi. I don't know how to pronounce the name. Dan Hooker versus she, Nasrat Hak. God, I can't pronounce that name. Nasrat Hak Parast. Hak Parast. I'm guessing it's like a Middle Eastern Arabic name. Yeah. Right. Um yeah, um but the fifteen second knockout that he talks about that was between Matthew Salmersberger versus Martin yeah. Sano Jr. KO punch yeah. fifteen seconds. Wow. Imagine imagine going to fight and getting knocked out in fifteen seconds. You have to feel bad for the guy who got knocked out. The the what? Eight to twelve weeks of a training camp, and then to get caught, caught like that, be rough. It's like it, it's like back at early at also no, 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 UFC Vegas eighteen was back in March or February earlier this year. Sanhagen and the other guy whose name I cannot remember, just um, not no Sanhagen and Frankie Edgar. 
Frankie Edgar. Yeah. Just it, it was kind of the same thing. I mean, I, this one I didn't see, but the other one, Edgar and Sanhagen, that one I did see, and I was just <laughs> a flying knee, and the fight was over. Yeah, took that, that took his head off. That was oh, flying yeah. knee from hell. He's good with the knee. And he looks like he's really light and agile, you know, so that wouldn't be a problem for him. Yeah, so he's getting him and Yana are fighting now, it looks like, for the interim belt because Aljo is going to be out for a while. So mm. it looks like they're putting that match together now. Yeah, and I think it reminds me of what happened between um, Yan and what's his name, the the, uh, the other guy who I think he... Um, was it his knee was still on the ground on the canvas? Yeah. I and mean, then, yeah. The first ever disputed champion, not undisputed. Aljamain. But at the end of the he gets he gets a lot of grief, but at the end of the day, he did nothing wrong. His opponent, Jan, did, did something wrong. And you can say, yeah, okay. He said he didn't want the best or something, I think, at the time. But like at the end of the day, if your opponent does something he shouldn't do, that's not Aljamain's fault, and he's getting a lot of grief over it. A lot of grief. I think it's because I think it's because of, look the guy um, he was given the win because of the technicalities of what happened at, towards the end of that fight. He was given the win, but I think he was kind of saying, "No, I don't want the belt. No, it's not how it's supposed to be. You know, this is my moment. I'm supposed to. You know, it just shouldn't end like this. Is this is not how you finish a fight." But people saying, look, stop acting, stop pretending you won. So, you know, just be happy with what how the outcome played out. Everybody saw that, you know, the guy, the guy kind of cheated. You should be happy with the way things turned out. Just take take your win, shut your mouth, you know, just enjoy yourself. Yeah, I think after a though, he kind of, it was, he was celebrating because he was saying he didn't want the belt, then he's celebrating with the best people. He's getting a lot of grief over it. He should just go full bad guy mode and fuck everyone make them all hate him so they'll all tune in to watch his next fight when he does fight for the belt. Because it looks like I think he's getting neck surgery. So he's going to be out for like nine months. Jermaine Sterling? Yeah. Oh. See, I don't know. I've not been che- I've not been following his social media that, that close. I mean, I just remember him mainly for the um, what happened with the um, to the with the fight with uh, the fight against um Yan, uh, just the, how the whole thing ended, and there was just so much, you know, just um, so much, um, so much of a fuss about the whole thing. He was angry about how how the whole fight ended, but yeah, I think most people were saying like just stop acting, stop pretending, take you in, because it could have ended yeah. up a lot worse. Because he because he wasn't winning, he wasn't winning, so you could have left without the best, but. Uh, look, it is what it is. Um, he can't can't change now. He has to sit out. So it looks like Dan Hagen and Jan are going to fight for an interim belt. And then obviously the winner will face Aljo when he's back. So that's a good fight to look forward to. There's actually about four fights announced in the past two days. Yeah, quite a few of them. Um, the one you've mentioned and the others I just can't remember right now. Aldo and Font. Jose Aldo and Rob Fon. Um, yes. Uh, Max Holloway and Yara Rodriguez, Rodriguez is is announced. Um, what's the other one? Charles Oliveira. 
and Dustin. Yeah, yeah, that's it, that's it, yeah. Um, there's that's there's actually been quite a few. Um, yeah. I on. Greg Hardy, I think, has been slated to fight. Uh, Alexander Olins, oh, I can't pronounce the second name. He's he's got another fight and Alexander Volkanovski. No, right. uh, I can't remember. He who did he fight last? I can't remember. But there's 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 a lot of fights that have been announced. So it's looking like the end of the year is going to be pretty good. Pretty well. Good. You see, it's one of those situations whereby the UFC talk a good game, but can actually deliver. Because I, I, I've this past weekend, they seem to deliver on the fight card, especially the yeah, okay, the whole fight card seems really, really engaging and really entertaining. But you know, there's other times whereby they they talk a good game, but unfortunately, you just watch the whole card and you just wonder why did I pay the seventeen or five ninety nine for this pay per view card, and why was I so hyped up and so excited? You know, it just felt like it was all for nothing. And, you know, just this whole fight card just didn't do it for me. Sometimes that happens, but obviously they're going to put their PR machine behind every every one. Um, some are going to be better than others. But all they can do is get in. in their job is just to get two fighters in the cage and it's up to them to do the business. So... <laughs> You could look at it as it could be bad matchmaking. It could be someone like that's too scared to lose their belt, maybe who who just doesn't come. Just they they're too uh, conservative. You can't really blame the UFC all the time. They they put the people there. The people kind of have to have to then put on the show. Yeah, so yeah. like because they're always going to matter because they 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 want your money. So they, whoever's on it, they want your money. Um, but if you notice, they do kind of stack the cards. So, so if one falls out, so just say if the main event had a fallen out the weekend, yeah, um, like easily Valentina would main main event, then Nick Diaz, then like Marab and Marab Reyes, no, not Marab, uh, Marais or Dan Hooker that would have been bumped up to the main card. Like that's how good the prelims were. Like you had Dan Hooker. They've um, got the name power already, isn't it? If I'm correct. yeah, so yeah. like the prelims had had people who would. Like had fighters that would make a main card, um. So they they kind of stack them now. So if one falls out, they can change it. So there's usually a really good co co main. So like unless all of unless like all of them fall out, you're usually gonna have a decent uh, headliner. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, fight cards or big names there's another big name that's uh fought that uh, <laughs> for the main card and got nick diaz we got <laughs> what's talking about nick diaz i mean i noticed a lot of people i mean in comparison to someone like conor mcgregor very few people are actually trash talking or just trashing the guy by how he performed against um ruby lawler when he went up against him lawler for the second time um i saw the fight god i wasn't not to knock Diaz, but I wasn't really impressed. I, you know, just the way he was throwing shots, how he was moving, it looked sluggish. Um, you know, what do you think? I, I felt crazy watching it. Did, it. did it feel like it was in slow motion? 
that, that's the impression of, that's what I felt I was like God what's going on here I mean this guy's like supposed to be like a big name in mixed martial arts you and your brother I expected more I really was anticipating to see more a lot more from this guy how old is he 37 37 38 he's been out for six years he's been partying he's been drinking he's been having fun did he really want to come back? Because he, he, he heard him at the end and he was talking about his management. And if you watch the whole fight week, like, he didn't seem interested. He didn't. Like, I don't know whether he did or didn't want to fight because he is a bit flaky like that. You know, he can seem like he doesn't want and he really does. Because you never really know what you're going to get with him. Um, you should like, be careful. I, you should be careful to see some of the Diaz brothers like that because some really hardcore... Uh, five fans from the US that will hear that and just start trolling in the comment section below, you know, so. Yeah, no, I, I I, do, but like, I feel, I feel whatever happened, like his boxing, although it looks slow, like his boxing still wasn't bad and his shot, his shot selection to the body and stuff was good. I think him and Laura was a good matchup for, for them. Um, but, if you like, he hasn't fought in six years. If you look at six years ago, the way um, the evolution of mixed martial arts, how technical it is, and how like how much it's improved, um, he's still. I'm not saying he's stuck back there, but like I said, I don't think he wanted to fight, and I think he really did the right thing. Like, if you're not 100 percent in it, you're gonna get. You could get badly hurt. So when he went down and didn't get back up, like I see a lot of people on the internet giving him shit. I actually see a lot of support though, which is good. Yeah, but exactly. People, yeah, that's true. Like, there's a lot, and I think it might be people who'd be new to the sport. Like, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have seen him live actually before this either. I would have just started watching as he, as he stopped. Um, but I've like I've gone back. I've I've watched his fights. I've seen him. I've watched clips. You like you go you go down the Diaz rabbit hole between the two of them on YouTube and. Uh, fight pass. He did the right thing. If he's not hundred percent in it, like don't put yourself in a position where you like there is you you could potentially die. No one's one. Well, no, sorry, someone has died in the cage. But um, don't put yourself in a position where like you're gonna be hurt for a long time. Or like if that's it, that's it. Like if he's not in it hundred percent, if that's it, I'm done. And that takes a lot of balls to turn around, like, because he knows he has had all the support to turn around and say, I'm done. That probably killed him. But he's a bigger man for doing it, I think, because at the end of the day, your health is your wealth. Yeah. And yeah. If, if you're not in it, totally like, the consequences yeah. are, are, are quite substantial to your health if, if you're not in it 100%. So he did the right thing. Um, it, it wasn't bad. It was. Like for six years away, thirty-eight years of age. Like I said, he's been he's been partying, he's been having fun. He could have turned up looking like Ben Askren at uh, fighting Jake Paul. Like he still like he still does triathlons. He still works. He still works out. He still. But I don't know. I think I think what he really wanted. I think he really wanted to come back and fight maybe a big name, get a big payday, and go. I think that's what he wanted. But whatever happened, he ended up fighting Robbie. What did you What did you think overall? What did you think of of him not getting look, back up? His, he made the right decision. No, I mean, well, look, I'm not the fighter. I'm not the, the 
mixed martial arts first. I'm, I'm not the athlete. So when they're in that position, we're looking for, like I say, yeah, I'll get up. I would have gone up again and still continued uh, fighting and still con- continued competing. But I'm not them. So I don't know what was going through his mind. I don't know how how he was feeling. And, um, you know, credit to him for being, uh, you know, how respectful he was to his opponent for um, for still admitting he lost. And uh, he was actually upfront about how he felt about, you know, you heard, you heard that he, he did actually, did he actually say it in the post, in the post uh, press conference that he didn't actually want, he didn't feel like he, they, they shouldn't have been in that cage. Yeah, I, I, I didn't see the, the post press conference, but I seen somewhere that it, uh, it was alleged that he said that it was it, it was more like he was forced to forced to fight, not forced to fight, but pushed into fight and didn't have a, a long training. He had six weeks or so. If he said um, that, if he said that, then I respect him for being honest about it because most people, I mean. I can't imagine someone like Conor McGregor ever saying something like that, especially what just, you know, do you know what I mean? I mean, credit and I respect someone for being honest, especially in a situation when it, it does make them look bad because he didn't really look that didn't He didn't really look high performed in the cage um, against law. They didn't really look that good. Um, so I think that's probably the reason why people didn't trash it or troll him that much after the fight. Because you know, I I really did expect a lot more from Nick Diaz, but that just you know that just didn't happen. Just from the way he was moving in the cage, with how he was throwing shots, um, you know, and you know, at certain points in the match in the fight, he had his guard up, you know. So f- for me, that suggests that you know he, uh, yeah, you know, it just wasn't his night. He wasn't feeling up to it, and I don't know. How, how else I can describe it or how I could put my opinion across. Yeah, it just, the whole thing just didn't really, really didn't look good. And, you know, he, before, I think a few months before the fight, he looked really shredded, looked really lean. But leading up to the fight and the days approaching the fight, he looks like it packed on some some body fat. Not excessive, but you can see he's, act, he's added some unnecessary, unhealthy size um, that doesn't really help him um, when he's in the, in the cage. Yeah, I don't know. It was a weird one because it was only about four days out when they changed the 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 weight class of the the weight the weight class of the fight. Um, so I don't know. See, that would say to me that he wasn't really interested and he didn't want to do it. Like, if you don't want to do it, you don't want to do it. To be like, he's done enough in the sport over the years. He has the cut. Him and Nate have the call following. That will will go to the end of the year for them. He doesn't need to fight. If 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 he doesn't want to fight, he doesn't need to fight. He's done what he's done in the sport. Like he's fought the best. He's fought GSP, Anderson Silva, like a lot of classic moments in the early two thousand and tens, or from Nick. Um, so like he doesn't he doesn't need to fight. If he doesn't want to, it to me it felt like he would. He just wasn't interested. He didn't look interested. <laughs> but did you see how he started to fight with the kick? You know, wasn't there the particular iconic, well, iconic? Well, I keep the working, but there wasn't there that particular iconic meme that someone made of someone who is actually like I think it's him lying down on the canvas on 
just with their head in yeah. their hand. I think that's from that was from 2004 when he was fighting um, Lawler for the first time, isn't it? And then when he went, when he was pushed down to the canvas this time around, uh, UFC 266, I remembered, wow, yeah, well, the first time that happened, you did it because you were feeling good and feeling on, on, on cloud nine. This time around, <laughs> you're not, you're not <laughs> looking, looking the best because I just, I was reminded just how um, he was throwing to, on, the first time around, he did it because he felt that he looked good. I was feeling really happy and really, you know, he felt really confident about the fight. A little bit arrogant. This time around, you're not really in that sort of pose or position or, position or posture. And, um, you know, well, the tables are turned. Let me just put it that way. Yeah, I think you talked about where he's like lying there like that. That, that, that's I think it. That, that that was against Anderson Silva. That okay. wasn't against Robbie, I don't think. Where he's because he takes he was taking the piss out of Anderson Silva um for a showboat. I believe it could be a different one, but that's that's the one I believe it is. But well, I think you're right, actually. Um but look, it wasn't his night. No, no. He said no. at the end I had it come and he talked about his management. i I just think Joe, because like his boxing isn't bad. His boxing is actually quite good. Like I said, it might have been sluggish, but if, but if he gets like if he was serious, his boxing good. He could fight it. He could fight it. I'd like you to see him fight it. Excuse me, Jake Paul has fought quite. Well, would I say enough mixed martial arts fighters to say that? Someone like Nick Diaz, excuse me, doesn't stand a chance up against someone like Jake Paul. Oh God, I got a good feeling that Nick Diaz would lose. I got, I have a feeling that Jake Paul would win that fight hands down, and Nick Diaz would lose because I think Jake Paul is guys for let me say the mixed martial arts fighters that are coming towards the end of that window of um, coming up to the, that age whereby most mixed martial arts fighters retire and they give up the sport. I mean, I'd like to see um, him fight one of the younger, well, if not younger mixed martial arts fighter, at least a younger boxer, someone close to his age, when you were someone like Tommy Fury. Yeah, he said he put out offers to Tommy and Tommy's rejected them. And then Tommy came out and said one million wasn't enough. He wanted more. Did Tommy Fury, Fury? Did Tommy Fury really say that? Yeah, I, I I send you the clip. He said a fight of this magnitude, one million is is not enough. This is exactly what he said. Because Jake Paul had said he put out three offers, and I think the last one was a million. And then Tommy Fury replied and said, "One for a fight of this magnitude." How much is gonna make? I want like one million isn't enough for me. Either Jake Paul's using that as a convenient tactic to just as an excuse so he can avoid Tommy Fury as much as possible, because Tommy Fury is a definitely a force to be reckoned with within boxing. Or Tommy Fury himself is using it as a convenient excuse to avoid fighting Jake Paul, but I don't think that's the case. I think that's extremely unlikely. 
the ball isn't like it's 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 Jake Paul's uh, court. If uh, if Tommy doesn't accept it, Jake Paul will move on, and then uh, that's that fight gone. Jake Paul will find someone someone else will want to fight Jake Paul. So. Oh God, I'm just dreading the day that I have to <laughs> I have to put respects in Jake Paul's name. You know what? If it happens, it happens. But I don't think it's going to happen. He needs to fight proper professional boxing, not someone who's come from another um, corner of combat sports like mixed martial arts or judo or BJJ or wrestling. It has to be someone who is a professional boxer. Once he's gone up against them and he has won, you know, um, he, or maybe even lost, but still be put, he put up a really good performance and fine. Then people can start really, really calling him a professional boxer. But now, no, because as far as I'm concerned, it's a padded record. A lot of the guys that I put in front of him were easy wins, as far as I'm concerned, anyway. Yeah, but so were a lot of boxers in their first few fights. So. I don't know. While we're on the subject, did you see uh, Tyron got the tattoo? Oh, yeah, but that's not a real tattoo. That's not a proper proper tattoo, though, is it? Apparently, from a tattoo expert that said uh, the Jake Paul part is real. It's not a the Lord isn't. I don't believe that at all. Are you telling me that you're going to let someone disrespect? Because First of all, it's no secret they do not like each other. Tyron Woodley's good friends with Ben Askren. Ben Askren respects him within the um, within mixed martial arts a lot, despite his poor strikings. People respect him a lot. He's a really good wrestler. And I think Tyron Woodley was really offended by how um, uh, Jake Paul's disrespecting Ben Askren. And then beyond that, he was really offended by how Jake Paul was disrespecting him. So do you really think after all of that, that you're actually going to get go and get tattooed with that person, tattooed anywhere in your body. And every four, and well, until you get it removed, you're really going to have that as a reminder of this person and all the disrespect they showed you and your family. Yeah, because he wants to rematch. I'm not because convinced. He, apparently, from what people said, they said the, the Jake Paul part looks real. But the love part isn't. Um, but he keeps calling him out. He wants to rematch. He wants to rematch. And then him and Dan Hardy got into it. Dan Hardy went hard on Tyron. Said you're a loser. Like I saw, I, no, I saw the exchange. I saw the exchange. Yeah. Um, Dan Hardy um, didn't hold back at all. He tore um, Tyron Woodley a new one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But like when this fight was announced or in the lead up, wasn't the original bet whoever lost was to get a tattoo regardless? With yes, the loot, wasn't it? So the loot got tattoo. That, so that, in this case, Tyron lost. So he should have got the tattoo anyway. So it shouldn't be for a rematch. That's what I'd be saying if I was Jake Ball. I'd be saying, and why the, the bet was originally if you lost to get tattoo, you got tattoo. See you later. That that no that that was that was the agreement, yes. Everybody knew it, and Jake Paul was making so much noise about it, like he would be expected to. Yeah, that, that was the agreement. Everybody knows that. But why would you get the tattoo on the palm of your hand? He got on his middle finger. Same, the same sort of skin. You know what I mean. You know exactly yeah. what I mean. Yeah. So, but in this palm of your hand. That's not a real tattoo. 
And even if it's a tattoo, I'm sure because of where he got it, it's gonna be able to, it's gonna be removable. It could be it could be one of those temporary tattoos. It so must be. I don't know, maybe. I think he's thirsty for that rematch. I think that's what it is. I think he's thirsty for that money again. What happens now if a Tyron Woodley wins? They do a trilogy. God. They do a trilogy. They'll go for a third round. Why not? They said it was the second highest selling pay-per-view of the year. Mm. So then if you do it again and he wins money, money, money. Yes, yes, yes. I can see that happening. I would tune in to watch it to keep my fingers crossed that Jake Paul loses and then somewhere in California or wherever wherever in the world uh, one of his uh, supporters are, um, someone will tune in to watch Jake Paul win. So, you know, you have the, <laughs> the haters and the um, supporters, the fans, you know. Yeah, that's why it makes so much money because people would, the MMA crowd would watch hoping he'd lose um, then he'd have his own haters just in life that just dislike him that'll tune in to maybe watch him lose but then you've got the people who want to see, see him win he's like 20 odd million followers or something some crazy like that so it's all money at the end of the day like he's making he's making more money and he's making his opponents more money than they've been making so hype train Hype train, hype train. Eventually, it will all come to an end. You call yourself a professional boxer. I know, I know I've been saying this like a broken record for such a long time. I know you're bored of hearing it. I'm sure many people have been following this podcast will feel the same way as well. And I would be bored as well. But again, I stand by what I say. You want to be counted as one of the best, then you need to prove yourself. You still have to prove yourself. You know, because all these people that you're finding, all these challenges, they're not real challenges. You know, you've you got to do, you know, I don't know how to put it into words. Put yourself to the test, to the proper real test. Then we will know. Then we shall see. But if a boxer, like to say Tommy Fury, one of his fighters, that he was supposed to fight with 0 and 14 or something like that, is, is that a real challenge? 14 wins and no losses. No, no, no. Zero wins and 14 losses. Tommy Fury? No, Tommy Fury is one of his opponents. Oh, no, sorry. Look, I'm just embarrassing myself. Yeah. No, 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 I know what you mean, yeah. Uh, the is, that of... is that a challenge? You're, you're, you're coming from the, from the um, position that if he was to go up against someone like Tommy Fury and Tommy Fury's past opponents, the sort of records he's had, the sort of opponents he's got up against, um, the sorts of records they have, they are also not that, they're not really good boxers, not proper professional boxers. I hear what you're saying. I completely get where you're coming from. But still, you know, Tommy Fury is a is a proper professional boxer. He is a proper professional boxer. His brother is, his, his half-brother is. Amir Khan, even though I think he's retired now, he's a proper professional boxer. Canelo, these are people who are, they're masters in their craft. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but who were they starting fighting? If you look at all the boxers' records and you look at their first 10 fights and look at their records, they're all massively losing records. Like, they're all, like, 0 and 20, 0 and 50s. Like, they're all, like, really bad losing records. Like, Tyrone Woodley would be a better caliber of opponent than most of their first fights. Like, if you look, I, I, can't, I can't get them off the head. It was Tommy Fury I knew because there was a big deal made about it. And his opponents had, like, a record of, like, 12 wins and 100 and something losses of all, like, the six fights he's had or whatever it is. Like, so, like, are they competitive? Tyrone Woolley's probably more competitive than anyone he, that Tommy Fury's fought, except for Andy Taylor, who, who Tommy just fought, who's actually, who fights in Bellator as well in MMA. Um... Um, but I think he also has a losing record as well. But they all start somewhere. No, no, they I, all start I, somewhere. You, you're right. I, I get it. But look, I'm not going to repeat myself again about this. Um, this YouTube clown. No, yeah, it's funny, and I get it. And um, I'm surprised you're still laughing. I'm sure many people will be annoyed by me bitching on about the same old thing, like a broken record. But I just can't get past the fact that this person, because look, but look at the people he's fought. But then you you cancel, you come back at me with the um, the other guys who are professionals and look at their, their early fights, the first five to ten fights that they've had, and that they have fought, that not fought, but I think they just weren't successful in their first ten fights or so. Um. But this guy, is, it's like he's a different breed. It's almost like, are you really taking the sport seriously or are you just doing it for the attention? Because I really can't see any other combat combat sports athlete or, or any other boxer, to be more specific, who who does things the way you do. Uh, Connor, to an extent. But if you want to be novice, you don't want to be like everyone else. That's why he's making money and these other boxers aren't. Oh, God. Right, I think we should move on because I think exactly. people might not watch. They, they might not watch this. They might hear Jake Paul and they're like, oh, fuck this. This is going to be an hour Dave and I talk about Jake Paul again. Really? You, no, <laughs> you, you think so? Because I was, some people, I was, some other people who watch this podcast know that I do it. They've said that the moment they've heard Jake Paul, they just switched off. They don't hear. So I think I I think they will at this stage because he's not really relevant at the minute, especially with the yeah. card that we just witnessed. I think, and then with the news with John Jones, I think we should move off. You're Jake right. Paul. You're right. You're right. John because Jones. Because if, if if people are giving you feedback saying that when they hear Jake Paul, I don't think we should ever mention him again, or just you're do right. a separate video for him. You're right. My fault. If you my can, fault. If you can fault. edit out that last twenty minutes. Um, yeah, so I don't know. What do you want to get on to next? John John Jones? John Jones. So, from what I've been hearing, uh, well, say what I've been hearing, it's all over the internet, all over the news. So, he has recently been arrested, and the mock shows actually, I saw it being posted and then reposted by several um, um, podcasts, no, not podcasts, mixed martial arts um, social media um, profiles. 
including your friends, is it the premier? So I, I can't remember the, the name of it. The premier podcasting for mixed martial arts, something like that. Oh, the the prospect podcast. Yes, okay. yes, yeah. Emmanuel, he posted yeah. as well. Yeah, he posted it. It was all over the internet, and um, I was just thinking this just happened was a few hours after being indicted. Don't know, Darcy, inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame. Some people just don't guess it. They just can't help themselves. And I, I, um, uh, the reports in the news were word for word that I think he had gone out to a strip club or something, had come back and was just angry about something, took out on his, on his fiance. The police were called, you know, domestic violence, domestic disturbance, and then the police came and arrested him. Then while standing outside, started banging his head on the police car so hard that some of the, the paint from the chassis chipped off. They just want, just what is wrong with this guy? The thing you sent me that, that what Danny Connery said, he's, he's not going to change. And that guy has demons. That guy needs help. Um, and I'm not going to kick him while he's down. People make mistakes. He constantly makes them, but he needs, he needs some sort of help. Of help. Um, to do that, like, I'm not going to defend him in what happened to his fiance or what, what's alleged that's happened yeah. to his fiance. But this is a trend. And it's when he, it's obviously when this, like, stuff consumed, obviously it's alcohol or whatever it may be. And he just, he just, it seems like he, ch- I don't know if he changes. I don't know if he's actually like that when he's sober, but. He comes across like he's not like that anymore. Um, I just think he needs help. Um, imagine how the UFC felt. Imagine, imagine inducting him, and then six or seven hours later, you see that, and you're Dana White. You're just like, fuck. Um, I don't know. Something needs to be done, but until he realizes, like with drug addicts or alcoholics, and I'm not saying he's a drug addict or an alcoholic or someone that has problems, it's not really until they hit a rock bottom and they want to help themselves. So no one can help John Jones for John Jones. Only John Jones can help John Jones. And it'll only be when he gets to a point where he feels like he's at rock bottom. Um, so I don't know. It's it's like, this is all alleged. Um, obviously, the, the, with, with what's come out this is this is what's been stated that's happened and we have to remember so you're always uh, innocent until proven guilty but it doesn't look good see, see the thing is and I think maybe it's just I feel, I feel this way because maybe I've just been lucky in my life I've never I might for myself I've never thankfully I've never been um uh, I've never put myself in that sort of situation before. Um, none of my close family members have been like that. None of my, any of my friends, close friends or mere acquaintances, they've never done that. But I I probably wouldn't have taken the same opinion that you have. Um, I probably would have been a lot, hard, a lot harsher because one thing you mentioned, Dana White, after seeing this, um, uh, just after you've done what you've done for the guy, because he's won so many fights, yeah, be so pissed and so angry. He feel he. I think maybe you could have used the word. He would have feel felt embarrassed. Um, 
But the thing is, the UFC are not going to cut John Jones, though, are they? I mean, this is not the first time. There's the issue that happened back in 2015 that he had, he had a, a, an accident with um, a collision somewhere in the US and the driver of the other vehicle was a pregnant girl. I think she broke her arm or so and he just ran away from the scene, came back to get some stuff from his car. And he's done, he's done so many things, felt so many drugs, drugs tests, although he's always been proven innocent, not guilty. All of these sort of controversies and still, I think the biggest and probably the best punishment for him to actually turn his life around probably would be for the UFC to cuss him. Could, or it could, it could lead him into a bigger downward spiral. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they'll come. Like, there's always talk of him not being a big, big pay-per-view draw so they keep him because I think Dana genuinely thinks he's he's probably one of the best to ever do it and you if people look back on someone and they were the best to do it you want to be the person that has them in your company but like Dana was pissed if you've seen the if you've seen the interview Dana was pissed yeah no but the thing is that hold on you say that fine I understand it wasn't Dana pissed when he had the 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 situation just explained to you about the incident that happened back in 2015 with the, the, the car crash with the other lady that she was pregnant, broke her arm? What about the failed, the failed drugs test? I mean, I remember there was one scene from 2015, 16 or 17. I think um, DC Chromio was supposed to go and fight, um, uh, was supposed to go and fight John Jones. Dana White went backstage to meet DC and told him, look, I'm really sorry, but um, uh, Jones tested positive for a banned substance. And DC was so, so pissed to the point he actually broke down into, into tears. He was so annoyed because he was looking forward to competing and winning, you know, all of the hard work and that in vain was a complete waste, complete waste of his time, time that will never get back. So... Dana White's been pissed off and been so angry on so many occasions with this particular person, but they've never been so pissed off. I mean, even you're now including him in, in the Hall of Fame for your organization that you build something you defend like it's your baby. Okay. Are you not even embarrassed? Because anytime that you look, <laughs> look in that Hall of Fame, you're going to see this person because the Hall of Fame, I can understand why someone like GSP will be in there. Everybody can understand and respect the reason respect why he's in there but then you look at John Jones and you think do you really deserve to be in this particular particular place are you sure because your past how you got and how you achieved all of this success did you do it the right way the clean way I appreciate that certain in certain situations certain PEDs have to be used so that the athletes can actually still perform maintain weight cut weight, make weight and all those things without, you know, being, without compromising their health so badly, so severely. I, I get that. But in his own case, there's so many contra- controversies have, uh, you know, have, <sighs> he's been involved in so many negative things that sometimes you just wonder what would it take for this man to change his ways? And again, I hint, I suggest maybe he needs to be cut from the UFC. That probably will be the biggest punishment and the biggest wake-up call that he needs to change. 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how he works. He obviously works different to everyone else. Um, I don't see them cutting him. I don't. Neither do I. Neither do I. I don't know. I just don't see. I don't see it happening. I don't know why. I think they're gonna try. They they might try get him help. I just don't see it happening. Like even with this latest one, because it involves domestic battery. Um, like Dana White, like in the past couple of years, has taken Greg Hardy, who was had done similar. So what people have done. I'm not saying it doesn't phase him. Well, I suppose Greg Hardy done that and maybe people deserve a second chance or whatever. But how many chances is this for Jones now? Um, I don't think they will get rid of him. I just have this funny feeling they won't. I really don't think they will. And like it could be, like you said, it could be a wake-up call if he, if he got caught that he might go fucking get his life together. But then if he goes and gets his life together, you think UFC are going to be happy that he's gone? And where is he going to go then? Bellator, and then now Bellator have the pound for pound best fighter ever to to fight. You see, what it, I I always get on edge when I'm speaking, but the thing is, again, um, I remember earlier this year, I think over the summer or just towards the tail end of spring, I think they just just a random um, MMA news reporting. Uh, some kids were outside his house and I think he saw them through his a ring doorbell camera and he actually said, um, hi guys, it's not, I think they're a bit shy, but he was welcoming to them and put them off, um, put, them, put them on ease and he actually came out and signed some autographs for them. He was actually, did, you know, he uh, treated them really well. You see, a lot of people look up to him. But again, you know, if you, if the same sort of person still gets away with all these sorts of serious crimes and so on, what sort of message does it send out to other people? I mean, you keep saying people make, make mistakes. Well, why didn't, why didn't someone like GSP make the same mistakes? That, that opens up whole different conversations, though. Upbringing. Like, there's so oh, many no, different... G, no, GSP... GSP came from a good family home, but he was he was severely bullied in school, really badly bullied. But you know, still um, throughout his life, he's only four years, forty years old. But you know, he still hasn't really done anything that's um, been so controversial, not broken the law. He's not had any any of the issues that John Jones has had. You know, I don't know too much about John Jones's upbringing, um, to be honest, but. I know GSP was bullied. But you could take two people that live in the same area that have had the same upbringing and they could, one goes one way and one goes another way. And you can't, like it's something inside someone. Like I said, John Jones has some sort of demons. Like there's there's something there. Um, For me, he needs help. It is, he needs help, but whether... He needs to want the help. He needs to want to change. Otherwise, if you're changing for the people or you're changing because you think it's good for your image, I think he needs to go away and he needs to, he needs to, he needs to see what he wants and what he needs and what help he needs. Um, because only he knows that. Um, I can't say why he went one way and someone that maybe lived beside him went another. Like, 
one became a businessman, one became a crook. So like that's really psychological. You need to get in someone's head to try and find out stuff like that. So I don't know. I don't know. I think they're gonna keep him. I don't know what will happen from here. Um he was gonna be out until mid next year anyways, is what he was saying. Um so I don't I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. I reckon there'll be talks between him and Dana. But I I don't see them cut I could be wrong, but I don't see them cutting him. Do you no. think they're gonna cut no, David, I agree with you. I don't see them cutting him, cutting him at all. Likewise, when someone like Conor McGregor does something like this, probably not domestic domestic um, abuse or any domestic incidents, but anytime a big, big name in the UFC, like, okay, John Jones or um, Conor McGregor, at least these two guys, when, they, when they're somehow involved in some, something controversial outside of the UFC or outside of mixed martial arts, Somehow, or somehow, the you know the UFC. It's almost like they turn the blind eye. They look the other way. Yeah, Dana White will say it's a horrible thing. It's not blah blah blah. But they'll never cut them. I mean, they'll never receive the proper punishment that everybody knows will hurt them a lot. That just never seems to happen. That consequence just never comes their way. Money. That's what. Yeah, no, I know. I know. But if uh, a prelim fighter had done this, gone. If even a lower, not even a prelim fighter, if someone lower on the card, like someone that's not John Jones, not Conor McGregor, not Nick, I know GSP doesn't do anything like this, Nick Diaz, Nate Diaz, like someone other than them, not really going to get the pass that they get. And it's because they bring in money. No, no, and no. lots of it. And they bring ISIS for. Um, no. So unfortunately, that's just the way it is. It's, it's like that everywhere in life, though. And in 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 a in different in different parts of life, um, money talks. And of course, of course, and everybody knows so, that. If you if you're smart, if you're not one of those naive. Like what we have now throughout the world, especially like in the West, if you're not one of those naive left wing, whatever, now of course you know that money talks, money runs the world, money makes the world go round. No question. Ah, I think we've covered most of what we want to cover in this. Well, at least what I is there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, well, we didn't really talk about the fights. Can, uh, just one second. I just want to go to the bathroom. And then I think we need to talk about the fight. We haven't really talked about the fights overall. Um, just give me a second. All right. Sorry about that. Um, right. So the fights. 
So we talked about Nick. We didn't really talk about the main event though, or the co-main. Um, the co-main kind of thought the way, went the way everyone kind of thought it was going to go. Shevchenko just, Shevchenko just, she's just. Shevchenko, <laughs> Shevchenko. Like she just, she just done what she done. It was as expected. Um, yeah. That girl, Lauren, Lauren Murphy is tough though. Fuck me. Like she took a beating and she took it. And then obviously, yeah. but like Shevchenko, no one's going to touch her in that division. I don't think, not for what, well, there will be someone eventually. Father time catches up on everyone, but they've like, like what, what do you do with her? Like she's going to be the likes of uh, DJ John Jones, uh, GSP Anderson Silver. She's going to have like, Joe, a lot of title defenses. She's going to be up there. Um, but I'd like to see her fight Amanda Nunes again. Even though that, she's zero. That would be mm. an interesting fight, actually. Because they're seen... zero and they fought twice and Amanda's better twice. Mm. Um, the second one was controversial. I watched the second one and I thought Shevchenko won. Uh, but... Uh, and Nunes got it on decision, but I thought Shevchenko won it. Um, but they're saying they don't want to make that fight because it's zero and two. It doesn't make sense. And then if you have Shevchenko, so you can always put her on these high upper co-main main events for, for cards. And I'd say if you feel, just say Nunes beats her and she's zero and three against Nunes, does that then kill her star power? The zero and two hasn't. To this stage, where she loses for a third time, would that then kill her star power? That they've kind of handicapped themselves, if you get me. That they've kind of they had a star, and now they put her against Nunes. She loses, and now, so well, she's not that good. She lost three times against Nunes. Um, what can I say? What can I say? Um, this is just one of those times where I wish I'd done a lot more homework about about the athletes before upcoming. I know Amanda Nunes, I've seen her fight, what's her name? Is it Chris Cyborg? Which yeah. was well, back in 2018. That was a very nasty, nasty, yeah. nasty fight. But... Amanda Nunes is a motherfucker. You don't need to, know, you, yeah. don't, you don't really need, you don't really need to know too much about them. Um, like, what I'm trying to say is if, Shevchenko is such a star in that division. And she's 0-2 against Nunes. And Nunes is an absolute animal. Do the UFC not want to make that fight because, like, do you kill her star power? Like, do you think her star power would be killed if she if she was 0-3 against Nunes, who is arguably the greatest female fighter? But now people are saying Valentina is, so that's why they want to see that fight. But if Valentina lost the fight, would that kill her star power going forward? And then could they not use her for main events or co-main events? I don't think so. I doubt it. I mean, you can have a winning streak and then then you can have one loss. But then I don't think... If it's just the one, one or two, no, I don't think it will. But I mean, if it happens, as in it happens, what one, two, three, four, five, like it's a downward spiral, 
then yeah, okay, fine. Then I think, <laughs> yeah, your your star power is going to be in question. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why they don't seem too hot and wanting to make that fight. And I don't know why, because Amanda Nunes doesn't really have many, like, opponents. Like, Cyborg was kind of the opponent. Like, Cyborg was the, one of the best women in the world for such a long time. And she still is. She still is up there. But Nunes took her apart, like, very quickly. Um, so there's no one really to challenge her. That's why everyone wants to see the two of them fight each other. Um, and I just don't know why. They don't seem interested in making it. And I, I don't know why. I don't know why, because it would be a good fight. Valentina Shevchenko is like, she's so technical and her technique is so good. I think it would be a really and interesting I, fight. It would be. It would be. I'd really like yeah. to see that. Yeah, I would. After seeing well, Valentina, she fights. After seeing Amanda Nunes, how she fights. <laughs> and you can imagine the pay-per-views that people be paying to, uh, to, to be tuning in to watch that fight. It'll make, it'll make a lot of money for Dana White. I don't know why he's not um, actually pushing for that fight to happen. Yeah. But I'm sure they'll See, work something know. out. I think he wants to keep these two women on these on these, on these these winning streaks and he doesn't want to break them. And I think that's what it is. I think he wants these two women to maybe achieve greatness, even though they both have achieved greatness as it is. I think he wants them to continue, continue, continue set records. Um... And I don't think he wants, a, like, a he doesn't want to manufacture a loss on either side's record. Maybe. That he wants them just to keep continuing winning, 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 set these big records. It's good for business. It's good for the company. Look at these two women. And maybe it'll help women's MMA. And not that it needs help because it's it's, it's improving. And I'm not, I'm not saying that it's bad, but, like, it's like if you look at Valentina, like the technique and everything she shows, she, like she's just unbelievable. Yeah. Nuna is so good. She's like she's dogged. She's raw, like and she, her technique as well. And like she lights you up. Um, so I don't know why they don't want to make it, but that would be a really really fun fight. I would really like to see the third one. Yeah. I would disregard the last two. And just like to see, I don't know. I think it's because it's zero and two to Nunes. I don't think they want to make that. I mean, no, would you no. like? To, would you pay to see that fight? I would. That would yeah, be a main event. I just told you I'd love to see that fight. Seeing after seeing what um, Amanda Nunes is like in the cage, or after she beat Cyborg, and then seeing what Valentina Shevchenko is like in the cage, definitely to see these two ladies like they're almost like they're equals. I'd love to see them go head to head. So um, I'm game for it. I'm all for it. But, you know, again, the person that has a final say, Dana White, it really depends on what he thinks. Yeah, it would be. That would be, that'd be a bit, one of the better main events. A lot of, uh, a lot of male, male fights that are out there. It would yeah. be. That would be, that'd be a top-notch main event. That would be... I'd stay up to watch that one again, even though I'd be fucking dying the next day. Four hours sleep. Um, I would stay up to watch that. Um, hopefully, we get that fight because, and I'm not saying like it's not that the other competition is bad. I think it's just that they're so far ahead that they need them to catch up. Um, 
it's like they're so good, so good. It's not that the other female fighters are bad. It's they're just they're just so far ahead. Kind of like Floyd Mayweather was. You no, know, he was so far ahead of everyone for years. He could take two years, come back and fight again, and still no one's on his level. Um, so that is what I'd like to see. That fight kind of went, like I said, it was it went away. What I thought was Shevchenko just done what she done, another win. Uh, uh, lucky Lauren Murphy wasn't so lucky. She she was tough though, tough as hell. Like, mm-hmm. it, well, anyone who go, goes in and does that sport is tough. Like, you have to give anybody respect. So, oh, definitely. So, like, and then yeah. to take it and not give up, like. Yeah, Murphy's got quite, yeah Murphy's got quite an impressive records of fifteen wins and five losses. Yeah. Not bad. Like, and if you look, if you look at two women's MMA, uh, historically, they, a lot of them, bar the likes of Shevchenko and stuff, a lot of them will have a lot of losses. Misha Tate, um, not Ronda Rousey, obviously, because when she lost the second time, she, she never came back. But a lot of them, there's a lot of, it's like kind of tit for tat, one for one. Some of them are like even, even records. So for even Lauren to have that kind of a record is, is quite good. Um, so. Actually, I want to mention as well, she was on the prelims. There was a female fighter, Roxanne Modafari. I don't know if you've ever seen her. She's, she's not really a, a big name, but on, and it wasn't, I don't think it was mentioned in the broadcast, which is strange that there was not much made of this in the media. She had tied for the most women's MMAs fight ever at 44 fights. Or 40, yeah, 44 fights, I think it was. So she was tied, but I never heard that brought up on the broadcast, even during her fight. And it wasn't really mentioned coming up to it. So she would be like, it was a 44 fight. So she, you would, she would be a pioneer of such. So if you're, if, if you're tied for the most women's fights, whatever, unfortunately she lost, um, she lost the fight. Um, but it was just something that I felt was worth mentioning because it didn't seem to get any credit anywhere. There was one or two jur- that I actually seen it would have been a journalist on Twitter that at three that, but like to have forty four fights to joint there was her and two other ladies I can't remember the names one was Japanese I believe, but I just felt it needed to be mentioned because she didn't seem to get the respect she deserved because she she was saying she came out of the open the fight and said if you actually include those fights I think she was on fifty fights or forty nine fights which would make her have the most so. Shout out to Roxanne. Unfortunately, she lost. She's the happy warrior. She's a good fighter. Um, she kind of wins one, loses one uh, lately. But What did you say her name was again? Uh, she, I was Ro- going to say she sounds familiar. Uh, Roxanne Madafari. She stopped. She fought uh, Macy Barber. Macy Barber was planning on becoming the youngest UFC champion ever. And... Uh, she ran, ran into Roxanne. She, yeah. I think she tore something in her leg. I remember watching it because it was actually on the Conor McGregor versus Cowboy card. Um, and Macy Barber was like, you know, the next big thing. She's coming. And then she ran into Roxanne and she hurt her leg and Roxanne beat her. Um, she does weird stuff at the, the, the press conferences. She wears like, I think she's into comic books and stuff and she wears like weird wigs Glasses. and stuff. So like yeah. the hair coming up. Yeah. She's glasses. Um, so I just felt she needed to shout. I just don't think she didn't get the, I, from what I remember, like I said, it was late when I was watching it. I don't think it was mentioned on the broadcast. 
that she was tied. I think they mentioned how many fights she had, but not that she was tied. And in the lead up, there wasn't that much to her as well. Which like if someone in your company is making a milestone like that, would you not think if that was Amanda Nunes or Shevchenko, you'd be hearing about it all week? So the most, the time, the most, the time, the most. And it didn't seem to get the the credit she deserves. So I just thought I had to mention it. I don't know why. She's not going to watch. Maybe she watched, maybe she won't. But I just thought it needed to be mentioned because it's an achievement in itself to have the most fights. No, I recognise who she is. I remember her face, but not so much her name. I think I saw her compete. Got up. Which one was it? it was quite a few months ago now. Yeah, it would have been September at UFC Fight Night. Da, 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 da. Yeah, UFC Vegas 10. Oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, I'm sorry, I'm just I'm getting like a, like a proper history lesson from you because um, I've not done the the names you mentioned, I've not done the proper background research. So I should, I should do for coming on doing this. But no, it, it, you don't need even to do it. The reason, like how, like, like I said, how long have you really watched MMA? Two years, a year? To be honest, I only, really just, I only just started getting into it like the summer of last year. During the pandemic? Yeah, so approximately yeah, like, just over a year now. Yeah. This doesn't come with me researching. This comes with me watching, if you get me. Yeah. So, like, in a year time, and we're talking about stuff from this year, you're going to know it's just going to be there because you've watched, you're taking interest. It's not, you don't need to do the the research. Like, like, I don't do major research. I just kind of know, like, and if I'm not sure, I'll check something before, before we do this. Um, and sometimes even when I'm talking about, I'm still unsure. Maybe am I right? Am I wrong? It just comes with watching. So you don't, you don't need to. We'll just keep watching. We'll keep doing this. And like I said, if you're only watching it a year, like, and you seem to be very, very into it. So don't worry about it. You don't need to do research. Just we just keep watching and we keep rolling, and and things will just fall into place. It's just. It's just for me watching. It's not for me doing research. You don't need to do research. You just need. To, we'll just keep watching and talking about. It. Like if there's anything important, maybe, yeah, do a bit of research. But it's just for me watching. I messaged your um, is it your friend or I think the guy that beat your friend at Brave. Um. Oh, yeah. Mokav Mohammed. Yeah. And asked me if he could come into the show and talk about his win and just a bit about his backstory and his um his career his promising career in the UFC. <laughs> in Brave, not the UFC, in Brave. Hopefully one day we'll see him um fighting in the UFC. And uh while he's yet to get back to me, hopefully see my message, but uh no, I love to have him, have him on the show and uh, just um, get to discuss his um, win and uh, his how he started off in mixed martial arts. What you know, what prompted him to start participating in the sport, start competing in the sport, 
so yeah um but when i saw that it was a good fight but also um it what's working is for me it made me think that uh, the ufc again as we said before not even just the ufc but the ufc Bellator, pfl uh one championship there are even small organizations out there that do have really good fights good good fighters and they host really good events so um yeah there's not much else i can say but i'd love to get him on the show yeah hopefully hopefully he replies back to you if not um that's why i've started looking like we we focus a lot on the ufc and like i said i think i said yeah. the last time i made a, i've made a conscious decision to start looking at others and brave i was quite impressed with their uh production um you can actually go on and watch it i watched it for free you just log on to the website uh, create an account and you watch true player that was it easy as that I set up in two minutes and I was able to watch those fights with Brave so uh, I am looking at other ones like I said I'm, I'm looking at the Irish region seeing a lot now so um, see there's a, there's a lot there's a lot coming up there um, that fight Blaine I, I think Blaine done quite well to get out, he he got up a bit. You know, he was brought down, he got up, and he was brought down, and he got up. Yeah. But he even said himself, he thought he like he thought like he goes, that's one of the best wrestlers in the world. Like he's twenty, he's thirty and now, but that includes his amateur, and I think he's seven and or as a pro, he's twenty one. That guy. Um. Just a kid. So, like he, I think he will be in the UFC very soon. Yeah. Um, if he keeps going like that, I think he'll be snapped up. Um, he's actually from Manchester. He's Dagest- He was born in Dagestan. There's just something. They're just built different, aren't they? Those guys from Dagestan. They just. They seem to have like superhuman strength or something. They're wrestling. They just seem to like. He kept getting blamed down and blamed would get up, but he was just so relentless and relentless in the in the takedown and the takedown takedown that he just finally caught Blaine and uh, like. Blaine is quite good. Blaine is very good. Sorry, not quite good. Blaine is very good. Um, he he's in SPG um, with John Kavanagh, McGregor, Sim. Um, <clears throat> like Blaine, Blaine is very good. And to do that to Blaine, like I really think he's going to be in the UFC very soon. What was the spat that happened um, that they were having? Is it that guy and someone else? Not. Yeah, I think he was having it with Paddy, Paddy Pimblett. It was Paddy. Apparently, there was some tweets that was retweeted and stuff by Paddy that were apparently racist. There was, I can't remember the reporter's name. I want to say he's from Holland. He kind of reported it all. Um, but Paddy had said something about Islam. Well, not Islam, sorry. Um, Mark Jeff. Um, he said something about him when he lost yeah, some competition years ago and he cried or whatever. And he represents Great Britain, even though he's from Dagestan, but he, I think he was he was raised in Britain. So obviously he'd be a citizen. Um, and there was like Paddy saying, well, you're not from here, so you shouldn't represent... Oh, no, you, you weren't born here, so you shouldn't represent the country. Like, you weren't born, like... And I don't know exactly. It just... it, And then it was... Yeah, I saw. Like people were saying, Paddy was racist. Oh, yeah. and then 
like he kind of called, he kind of called him out. But that would actually be fun if they fought in the UFC. Yeah, not that would be. It would. Um, God, I am getting a bit knackered, and uh, we need to. Well, not we. I because to be honest, I got back about an hour and a half before we I started the Zoom chat, and then it took me about an hour, an extra hour just to get everything set up. I mean, my computer's just um, gradually, it looks like it's on, on its last legs. Yeah. So um, you're right about the late starts thing. It's just not going to, we can't keep doing this. Yes, because you, you end up losing your steam. We actually, we still haven't even, we didn't even talk about the main event. Oh, we should really structure this, that we go subject one, subject two, subject three, subject four, because we keep going off on tangents. Um, yeah, no, delay starts are tough, yeah, yeah. Because I th- I used to think, no, because t- the following day I don't have to be up until about if I like maybe 1 pm, but no, uh, it messes with your sleep patterns. And you just when, when you wake up, whatever time of the day, you do feel you do feel like crap because you haven't had enough proper rest. But look, no, look, man, um. Can we still talk about the uh, main event probably in the next episode? Yeah, we can do one. Um, I'm working late tomorrow, then I'm off Thursday and Friday. So I can do tomorrow night or Thursday night. Okay. And we can talk about Vulcan Ortega because that is, that that will probably take a while to talk about because that was such a good fight. Like that was probably one of the fight of the years. So That's that so would interesting. take a good Sorry? There's some interesting and entertaining names, or I say they're entertaining, but they talk a lot. Some um, names in the um, upcoming UFC event happening on the 2nd of October, this coming weekend. So it'll be interesting to see. They're like Kevin Holland, someone who's notorious for talking and talking and talking all the time when he's fighting. That'd be an interesting one. Yeah, uh, Valentina Shevchenko's sister is actually on that card as well, Antonia Shevchenko. Um, I can't remember who else I see. There was a couple of others. I have to look at the card, but there is there is good ones. There is another thing I wanted to mention. I don't know if you've seen one of the reels I made on the team was of Chris Duncan. Did you see that guy, uh, Chris Duncan, the problem one fifty five on Instagram? He's he got brought over for Dana White's contender series. Supposed to be fighting tonight. Supposed to be fighting now. Um. So he went over about two weeks ago. He's after going over, he made weight professional. His opponent didn't make weight. Did you post and then this? His opponent, sorry? Did you post this on in your Instagram profile? Uh, on the va- fans view one. It was, if you go down, I think it's under Pally. And it's, uh, it's just the reel of him. I think it's got the, it's got the song, the Eminem and 50 Cent song, Psycho. But he's after going over to America, to Las Vegas in the PI Center. He's after going over, made way. His opponent is after now dropping. He he missed way and then he pulled out at the last second. So this guy is after coming over, going over from Scotland. And now he's denied his chance to get a contract with the UFC because his opponent was unprofessional, missed way, and then pulled out. So not only has 
his opponent fucked up his own chances, he's potentially fucked up Chris's chances, which isn't fair on Chris. I, to be fair, I think Chris will get there. But imagine being on the cusp of... Imagine being on the cusp of getting a UFC or potentially getting a UFC contract and getting a takeaway for you. I can only, I can't even imagine how it feels. I've been got where he shot, where he's uh, different clips of him fighting in the octagon. Oh, yeah, that's the right one. Yeah, I'm so I'm looking at now. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right, um, uh, let's wrap this up. Yeah, perfect. And we'll talk about what day to do the next one. Yeah, definitely. So I think, yeah, for this one, I think it was John Jones, his arrest, um, Nick Diaz his, and his performance at UFC 266 and the Tyron Woodley tattoo, which I still think is fake because there's no way going to... That's fake. The palm of your hand, yeah. of all places. Of all places, the palm of your hand. He's thirsty for that rematch. If you're serious about guessing the tattoo and make it convincing to everyone, you're going to just so, just so you you're making so you let people know that you're serious, as embarrassing as it may be. You put it somewhere maybe your arm, your shoulder, your chest, you know, your back. I, I put it, I put it behind my knee. Somewhere like there. So on the back of your leg. Okay, that's fine because those are areas that where it couldn't be, it wouldn't really be seen, or even up on your tie or something up here, a little small, right? No, that, that that's okay, that's fine because those are areas that if you want to get the tattoo removed, it's not going to be so easy in comparison to the palm of your hand. I think so. All right, all right. I uh, will. Anyway. I will speak to you on Thursday. Yeah, or no, I text you tomorrow and we'll see because I can do tomorrow night or Thursday night. So it depends on yourself. Okay. You just uh, let me know. Yeah, let's do Thursday, but I'm going to spend the time leading up to, well, the next 24 hours from now, I'll spend the time actually doing some proper research and watching as many fights as possible. Yeah, um, perfect. Yeah, because I'll help a lot. All right, All right. you take care. See you too, and I will talk to you soon. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye.